Hello, welcome back. We're here. Hey guys, we're back. We're back with episode nine of um, the greatest podcast ever. Wow, is it really nine? Yes. Next episode's double digits. Wow, what should we do for that? <gasps> anyway, we have Pete back. <laughs> Say hi to the listeners. Hey guys, how's everything? I just want to let Happy everyone to know Pete doesn't have a hat on because he has an amazing haircut. I got a fresh fade. It's gorgeous. It's it's everything Nicole wanted, and um, I'm happy about it, too, so I'm, I'm glad we're all on board. Okay, so today, what are we drinking? All right, so we have this bottle over here. It's called Vineyard Drive. Vineyard Drive, Paso Robles, California. Cabernet Sauvignon, no age flax this time. Super weird description, honestly. It says notes of blueberry tobacco. Who wants to drink tobacco? I don't know, but here we are. Vanilla. And baking spices. It says so. it goes great with grilled meats and roasted vegetables, <laughs> which is amazing. So um, we're going to cheers. Cheers. And what's the review? It's good. Tastes like a cigarette. <laughs> I love the tobacco. Um, a nice Newport taste. This is like a Newport 100. Covering my whole mouth. Um, no, honestly, it tastes like a standard one. Like, nothing is nothing is jumping out to me in the sense of It's definitely flavor. spicy. It yeah, I feel like it's a little, it, it has a little bit more kick than like a, a normal wine. I feel like it's not, it's not as sweet as, because normally we do the aged mm-hmm. thing because it's not as sweet, but yeah. this, I feel like this has that same vibe, but it's not aged. Mm-hmm. How much alcohol? 14.4. That's good. Yeah. For a non-aged No, wine. absolutely. Wow. Wow. All right. A lot has happened since Pete was last on. A lot. A lot. A lot in the media, a lot going on just in our lives. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with some hot topics? Yeah. Is there? First of all, Pete, since you're here with us, we want to make you happy. So is there anything you want to talk about? <laughs> I wanted Sorry. to address the fact that everyone and their mother thinks that COVID is over. It's not over. <gasps> it is not over, guys. I oh, need, so should we talk about Joe Rogan? I We can get into Joe Rogan, but I want to address one thing in particular mm. is that about a month and a half ago, I was a hero. We all know that, right? We were all on the same page. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm going to let you guys know, the listeners know, that it's fucked up what they're doing to us um, as healthcare professionals. Mm-hmm. Every facility, every department that I work in, um, because the census is on the low side now, because you know we were all heroes for two months and ate shit, um, now they want to downstaff us. They want to downsize us. This, that, and the other, canceling shifts. And uh, honestly, I feel some type of way about it. I feel used. I feel... Yeah. Um, um, I feel like, I, again, I don't mean to compare it, but um, in terms of like uh, veterans returning from war and how the country does nothing for their, their health and their needs after the fact, they just toss them to the side. I, I, I felt uh, um, maybe like 10% of what they feel like. I'm not trying to compare it, but... No, but even in the sense of the whole situation from start to finish, like everybody, there's even commercials on TV now about like, oh, thank you to first first responders and doctors and nurses and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that was never even around. And it's like, why did it take this to be like, oh, thank you to healthcare workers when yeah. it should have been, that should have been a consensus from the beginning, yeah. you know? No, absolutely. And No, that's definitely true. And then I think that you're right. I feel like, uh, especially with the whole BLM movement, I feel like it kind of pushed COVID to the wayside. Now there's people like protesting and stuff like in huge masses and uh yeah it's scary that there's gonna be there could be another spike absolutely and i feel like now it's like 
you know, it's like, we beat this, we beat COVID. That's kind of the vibe in the hospital right now. Yeah. And it's like, it's not over. No, no, it could. And uh, we don't know if it's going to spike. And it's actually spiking in other parts of the country. That's what people, you know, we're in our little New York City bubble over here. Um, even Arizona um, is, is a state in particular that that's getting hit really hard right now. Um, and it's not in the media because obviously there's a lot of stuff going on in the country. And um, I, I feel like people need to still have their guard up about it. And it worries me that they're not. Do you feel, though, that there has been a decline? Like yeah. even at work? Yes, absolutely. Um, between the two hospitals that I work at, at one point we were running about 100 ventilators, which for two community hospitals is uh, unheard of. Um, uh, now, between the two hospitals, I think we're running 20. So a considerable decrease um, in, in terms of acute care, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful for it, but but like I said, I, I just I don't... Um, I, I don't appreciate how we're being treated now that we're not as needed. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And um, I feel like that vibe is just everywhere. Like everyone kind of forgot about it at this point. Mm -hmm. And it's like everyone's ready for everything to open and no one's thinking about a potential second wave. Yep. Um, what do you think about Joe Rogan's comments? The one, the episode of Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. So, so for the people who don't know, Joe Rogan had an interview with Bill Burr. They're like friends and stuff, and um, they were talking about wearing masks. And Joe was basically saying that people who wear, ma wear masks are pussies. Yes. And Bill Burr like called him out on it. He was like, "What do you mean, like pussies?" It's it's it, and it's kind of crazy what it's turned into, and that shows the polarization of American society at this point right now. If someone can have an opinion on something, they will, and they're very vocal about it. The thing that pisses me off is now people that wear masks, especially you know around like macho white older men you know they're like like oh what's the matter you scared you're gonna get the covid and it's like dude i'm i already had it my man i don't want your old boomer ass to die uh, because you're stupid you know and it, it's very frustrating that you're looked at sideways by certain people because you're you're, you're trying to be conscious of other people's health I, I already got it we already got it you know it's it's for other people yeah yeah, just another update for that. I don't know if I um, updated the listeners, but he still can't smell or taste anything. Yep. But wait, they t did you ever get tested, actually? No, or I no? Got, yeah, I got the antibody and they said, test. No, 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 but I'm what? saying you never got tested for COVID. You just got the antibody, right? Yeah, but it's... No, I know, but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I so so uh, with the antibody test, if you get over one, it's like an arbitrary number. So if you get over one, it's considered a positive result. My result was 44. I'm... Um, <laughs> So, so, so you're the COVID king. I essentially, they call me He's COVID. He's the walking Pete. vaccine right now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it that far, but, um, yeah, man, it's been 16 weeks. No smell. It's a, it's a real pain in the ass for a variety of reasons. Take your smell, uh, appreciate your smell. Yeah. I should say. What smell do you miss the most? Oh man. Coffee or. Nah, not coffee. Honestly, it's, it's like good for certain things. Cause certain smells always repulse me. Right. Like patients like <laughs> patients all have different smells and i'm thankful that i haven't been able to smell any one time um, i left a shirt here and you said oh i know it's Alyssa's because it smelled like her and i don't know if that was <laughs> something bad yeah, it's, or it's a wet dog i hope it's <laughs> i hope it's a good scent but i do believe that like i think that everybody smells like their house I think every house has a smell yeah. and that person's, and you can't smell your own house, but there's so many of my friends. I'm like, yo, you smell like your house. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's True. yeah. I I I think the thing the smell that I miss most, honestly, just when you go outside and you just take a take a fresh breath of air, you know, <laughs> like you you don't realize, but that has a distinctive scent. Yeah, we were like walking the dogs one time, and I think someone was like cutting their lawn or something, and he was like, "Does it smell like fresh grass? Can you yeah. describe the scent describe. to me?" <laughs> Dude, it's. Do it's you, well, do you remember when you had smell back in the day? Um, <laughs> did you like the smell of gasoline? Yes. Because absolutely. I love the smell of gas. See, 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 no, no. Oh my god, I couldn't vomit. What? What really? Gasoline? Yeah, everyone kind of. Oh my god, that makes me like, if I'm in a car and it smells like gas, like I, I would throw up. So, so see, that's a that's a safety issue too with this with this sense of you know the loss True. of smell. You know, for example, walking the dogs in the morning, um, I, you know, you can usually smell like a truck coming by and they blow out their exhaust fumes and you usually like you know you sniff it and you're like ah oh, man let me take a deep breath so I don't inhale this shit and I'm walking and I'm just. <sighs> <laughs> just fucking trying to trying to get high off fumes, you know, just in the street, and it, it, it yeah, sucks. Yeah, he like he cut up a bunch of garlic one time because he was mm-hmm. making something, and he literally like put his nose in the garlic and like it deeply inhaled and was trying so hard to I, try and smell it. I did get a whiff of the garlic. I think you're gonna get it back. I really, really hope so because, dude, uh, it's it's. I don't even have an appetite in the morning. Uh, every morning, like you see me, I I force myself to eat. I I don't eat unless I literally have hunger pains because Wait, without. What? Because without smell, you kind of like, I don't know, man, you ever smell something and you just start salivating? Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes out 80% of the appeal of the food to me. Yeah, like, what if you couldn't smell egg whites? Like, what would you... Don't. (laughs) Don't. Don't come for her. (laughs) No, but I think that it also has a lot to do with your sense of taste as well, don't you think? So I feel like it's a little bit dulled, no, when you can't smell. We we know we... uh, I love using analogies, and I'm going to go ahead and use another one. Again, it's like like having sex with a con. Them, you know, it's like, you know, you know, you're there, you know, the deed is in the process, but it's just not at full effect. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I just want to say, let's, let's change topic sure, here. Let's do it. So when I walked in, Nicole was wearing a shirt yes. and um, it says girlfriend mm-hmm. and then the girlfriend is crossed out yes. and underneath it says fiance. Mm-hmm. So automatically huge flex. She knows I'm single. She knows how I feel. That's fine. But <laughs> What's going on here? Like, she's asking when we're getting married. Yeah. I, it, it's, you're, you're portraying me as this, like, oh, God, I have commitment issues. I'm so scared, this, that, and the other. It's nothing to do with that. Honestly, it's, it's, we got a lot of stuff up in the air. So it's like, in terms of a financial uh, aspect, I'm just saying, like, if we get married now and we're both working um, and then we claim taxes together and then if she goes back to school and then what does that mean in terms of financial aid and stuff like that? So these are all the things that I'm weighing um, against it. I'm in, I'm in no rush. Both of us are super young. Even though we, you know, like I, I hang out with people that are in their 40s because, you know, I'm 35. Uh, no, yeah, you're an old soul. Exactly. That's okay. You guys are young. I really am only teasing. I don't I don't think you should rush. I find it funny, though, that you guys have different views on what your wedding, what you'll be happy with, with your wedding. Like, Nicole's very low maintenance. She will What the okay shit does that mean? No, no, no. And I, and I agree with you. I think Nicole's fine with not having a huge wedding. And that's rare for a girl. But I, I feel like the girl's like, oh, my God, I want I feel my like wedding. she says that. <gasps> Don't come for me. No, I literally... So, 
it's different too because um pete's family is like more religious and you grew up like you know in the greek orthodox church mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i feel like that's important to you right to get married in a church yeah honestly i don't know if any of our listeners have been within a greek church i mean it's, it is beautiful it's the, the ceremony itself you've you've been a part of one mm-hmm. yes it's long and tedious no, and it is. it's very nice I, I think so too but uh you know i do have to probably get baptized greek orthodox that's another thing yeah we got to dunk her naked <laughs> into a bowl of oil um, in front of all of my family yeah. and then we have to parade her in the streets Exactly. Yeah, that's what happens. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's important to you. And I suggested, you know, we can do a church and maybe like a dinner or something. Mm. And he wasn't about that. He told it, me I would want to have a party. I'm like, okay. I, I, I want to celebrate with, with our friends and family. I know. It's just, it's it's hard. It, it's scary to like plan a wedding in the future. And then there's another COVID. Like yeah, the, the people who like planned it now, like they had to reschedule. And that would definitely I've, stress me out. Yeah, man. But even pre-COVID... I feel like you still were okay with no wedding, and I want you to have a party, so. <laughs> okay. It's for Alyssa. So. It's for me. Like, the, come on. The bachelor. Well, you said either way you'd want a bachelorette, which I agree with. But I think for one time, you guys, it's one time. You're still young. I'm here to help. And I just, I feel like you guys should do it. You should go all out. For the all bachelorette right. party or the wedding? No, the wedding. Well, okay. definitely. Oh, if I'm involved in the bachelorette. Be worried, but if you're involved, true. But um, the the wedding micro trip you guys before you go. I well, we use um, find my friends. Yeah, find my friends. You guys definitely won't lose your phones. But it's my phone. I think I left it in the patch hug bar. Pete's Pete's low key, high key, happy that um, Miami got canceled. Oh, I'm he's so highest of keys. So happy. What was your main concern? Was it me? Um, several things, including you. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, it, I, it's it's not even you guys. It's like it's like. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. The collective IQ of a, a batch of girls going out to bars is significantly lowered when alcohol is included, and it just it just it just keeps going down with each drink, with each <laughs> with each 12.99 fucking vodka soda that you order. The IQ of the collective group fucking plummets, and then it's like it's like oh this. Cuban guy wants me to go back to his hotel room. I think I should do it. Do you have vomit in your hair? <laughs> no, that's that's cheese. Where did the cheese come from? I don't know, but it was good. You know, like that's the type of fucking stuff. That so you see the vibe that Pete has on going out, just in general. No, it's not even. I just think that do you listeners, that was me. That he was just. That's not. That's just. It's fascinating. It's it's a. Uh, and I don't even eat cheese, but um. <laughs> It's okay. I know. Miami was canceled. It was the worst thing that could have happened to us, but it's okay. No, yeah, that was definitely we'll the worst another, thing that could have we'll, possibly happened. We'll have another go with her being a fiance, and we have a bachelorette to plan. True. Where Actually. would you want to go? You have anything in mind? Miami. <laughs> no, I really don't know. I guess we'll see where we have already traveled by then, because it's going to be a while from now. So, Where are you going to go in your bachelor party? San Diego. Oh, my God. This man in San Diego, I don't know he's if, obsessed. I don't know if our listeners know this, but I literally need to move to California. What goes I, on? What? Don't do not. What? Don't what? Do that. See, Lily knows. Yeah. Lily, my literal queen, my mother. This is Nicole's mom. She knows. She always asks for me and I, I, I hear your feedback and your concern and I love you because you're the realist. And she, the, the talks of them moving to California, she immediately was not even like, listen, I'd be upset if you guys moved. Immediately was like, what's Alyssa going to do? And I felt that on so many levels because it's true. Yeah. I wouldn't make it. I'm so gonna, you can't go. I'm going to look Nikki in the eyes right now. I'm going to ask you, 
at any point in the last six years have you been as happy as we were in San Diego? No, it was it was a really nice vibe. Yeah, and so I spoke to my mom. I was like, Mom, do you think that um, it'd be a problem if me and Pete move maybe for like a year or two before we have kids? Like we go to California all of a sudden. She's like, um, I mean, I, I'll never hold you back. Like. But what about Alyssa? So, and Alyssa just loved that. She, <laughs> she loved that vibe. It's like the same vibe with Alyssa's dad and you. No, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> Joe and I, I'm telling you. No, it's mutual. I like, don't. Joe is. I wouldn't put it up there. I wouldn't. I don't think you guys have what it takes to be me and Joe. Really? You think Honestly. your bond is stronger? Um, how many times have you met Lily? <gasps> Okay, thank you. Okay, just talks, whatever. She's like my pen pal. I don't know if you guys have met Alyssa's parents, the nicest people. <gasps> no, my parents are obsessed with them. Like, the second they leave my house, like, oh, they're so nice, so nice. I'm like, okay, I know, I know. It's, we know. Speaking of um, San Diego, if you had to leave a Yelp review for San Diego, <laughs> how would it be? I, I'm going to tell you would guys. Would it be like an essay, paragraphs? I would, it would be indented paragraphs. Because uh, let, me, let me also say... Anybody that writes out long message, like, you know, paragraphs without indentations and breaking up of thoughts, I hate you. I hate you because you give me vertigo. Reading your stream of consciousness bullshit is a pain in the ass. I don't know if anyone took um, DBQ fucking writing in. Uh, I used to love DBQ. Exactly. You remember fucking document based questions, bro? She went to public school. Don't worry about it. She don't don't know this stuff. DBQs were so good. First of all, I'm a nerd. That's why you'd get like a packet and then. There'd be like 10 questions or something. You'd have to answer the questions with whatever they gave you. And then at the end, you had to write an essay. Yeah, it was like but use those like questions and Sometimes and there were images. Like, oh, according to document cartoon. one. Yes, exactly. Your mother's a hoe. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and here's why. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we didn't have that where I grew up. But anyway, that's but fine. <laughs> yeah, but not well, in Brooklyn. Well, yeah, you grew up in Central Islip, so you were, you know. <laughs> no, but um, speaking of Yelp reviews, yes, Pete Yelp is reviews. Um, a Yelp connoisseur. I'm not a this Yelp is, connoisseur. Uh, this is uh, a little bit of a backstory. <laughs> Pete is, um, his reviews, <laughs> they're... They hold a lot of weight. I mean, like three. But they're very iconic. No, but it's funny because I go back and forth with Yelp reviews. Sometimes I'm like, who has the time? Like, who would go and write this whole thing and say all this stuff? Like, just let it go. If it was a bad experience, whatever. But then at the same token, I'm like, it's kind of good because you always are looking for reviews when you yeah. search, when you Google something, whatever. So, and you do go by that. Yeah. So. Because you want to learn from other people's mistakes. You yeah. don't want to learn from your own exactly. mistakes. That's, that's the goal in life. Yeah. You know, obviously you got to turn your L's into lessons. However, if you can, <laughs> if you can learn from other people's L's, then you're killing the game. <laughs> no, true. Yeah. So basically, um, Pete, um, single-handedly, um, shot, shut down a business, local business. No, I'm kidding. Basically what had happened. She's not kidding <laughs> and i don't regret it to this day they were they were absolutely in the wrong so rewind to maybe 20 what do you think it was 2014 or 2015 2015 2015, 2015. so 2015 we're um living in an apartment together some roommates uh still college students uh we recently moved to this area and we found a chinese food place that we really liked so we would always order from this chinese food place and one day they violated and pete left the longest, most detailed Yelp review, and it was iconic. Am I, am I about to? Yeah, tell them what happened. It? All right, just I'm gonna make a quick synopsis of the story. I'm not gonna make it more than it is. I'm not gonna make it less. <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, when uh, when we first moved into the the uh, 
the play the address that we're living at now it was a shitty little apartment just it was a dump absolute dump and um i was basically by myself for the better part of the summer i was with uh, with another roommate but he was working i was in class it was a it was a gross anatomy class i was literally cutting bodies up um very involved and i wouldn't have time to cook so i would order a lot of uh takeout because we were living off student loans i was like bro i got it like that Little did I know, now I'm paying $1,000 a month for the lifestyle that I was living years ago. Um, but neither here nor there. So I order from this place. It's called Number One Chinese Food Restaurant. Oh my God, we're dropping it. We're I don't dropping give a shit. I'll drop it. I'll drop it. They deserve to say to number one. Right? Back it up. Dude, seriously. Where do you, you know? And it's like, it's not, even, it's not even number. It's N-O dot one. <gasps> Chinese food. So ghetto. You so should have known from that. Dude, honestly, you know what? It, the food was good, though. The, the food, the food like was... We enjoyed it. That's why we kept on ordering from there, but... Exactly. So, so... Wait, first of all, quick question. Sorry to interrupt. Did you have a go-to meal that you ordered every time? I still do to this day. Sesame chicken pork fried rice combo with an egg roll. Got it. Always. It's, Always. Oh, it's just... It's. I mean, I don't know how many of our listeners eat Chinese food, but that's... I want to say 90% of what people eat. Got it. Okay, you continue. Know? So, um, so I've been... I was... Again, I ordered sesame chicken pork fried rice every time, and it always came out to a certain price and I would give like a $5 tip on like a $15 order some shit like that nothing you know nothing yeah, crazy it was, it was just like a it wasn't an expensive order and you exactly. t- you tipped a good amount yeah and the, the, the restaurant the restaurant was a mile away yeah so it wasn't not, far exactly it's not like this guy is coming from freaking central Islip, you know in the hood mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh-uh. And and Just so so um, little little fun fact we didn't have a doorbell we still don't um, so yeah but we lived upstairs so it, basically it was like a a side, door uh, a side door that you had to knock on and like we wouldn't hear it because there was a second door upstairs you would and, walk upstairs and, and I would always tell the person taking the order you please call the phone number mm-hmm. so that I can open the door for you always always and at the time we were living with a dog um, a pit lab mix and she was knock reactive and um, the door I heard a bang. Bang, 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 bang. And I hear the dog going crazy. So I go downstairs and it's this five foot four tiny balding Asian man and he's pissed. It's like every wrong decision that he's ever made in his life. He goes, oh, this fucking guy. And he's like, I'm going to fucking give it to this fucking, this piece of shit that, that wants sesame chicken pork fried rice. And bro, I open the door and he's just pissed. And I'm like, hey man, how you doing? He's like, he's like, he's like, just puts the food in my face. He's like, he's like, uh, I've, I've been here for, um, what do you call it? Five minutes. And you, um, uh, you're not answering. Uh, I don't even uh, make any money back on this. I'm like, make any what i'm like literally writing the the tip out for him and i i still give him i still tip him that's the funny part i tip him and i go to give it to him he goes next time you wait outside for food i'm like bro what so before i even had a chance to say i'm like my mouth is agape and he turns around and he literally spits Towards no. my car. Yes, he spits towards my car. I'm not sure if he hits it. I'm sure, you know, he got a little bit of aerosol on it, you know? <laughs> At this point, I wasn't a healthcare professional. Oh my God, these days? Could exactly. you imagine someone doing that? That's horrible. Exactly. So, no mask? No mask. So he, he turns around, pissed off, and, and he walks away. Yeah, he kind of like came for us a little bit because he was like, he, he brought, he was like, oh, like you guys always uh, yeah. order and don't tip enough. And yeah. like, yeah, like shit like that. Yeah, like she, he Dude, came Dude, a mile us. away. Yeah. This thing is a fucking mile away. It's, and it's on a fifteen dollar order, five five dollars is what percent? It's like twenty five percent, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, high. Mm. it's a lot. It's thirty three percent. 
Yeah. He's on the man with math. It's amazing. <laughs> quick, quick maths. Um, so, so again, I, I was just completely, I felt sunned to be honest with you because he came at me. So I just wasn't on his level of aggression. So I, I couldn't match it. And then as he left, I just kept, I'd like, it just festered. I was, I was like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. So, um, I, again, at the time I wasn't really an adult, so I didn't realize that a Yelp review would ruin um, a man's income. Wait, but first you called them, right? You oh, warned yeah, yeah, them yeah, before true, you made, it's not like true, you went straight online. Good catch. You first immediately went upstairs, you call the restaurant yes. and you complain about the guy yes so and I, they they brushed you off they basically were i was like i was like yo listen like that guy was absolutely disrespectful i order from you guys all the time i don't deserve that type of treatment from you whatever and they were like oh yeah we'll talk to him whatever so um yeah they were like yeah whatever and Go fuck yourself exactly so um so I, after that like uh i forgot what you said to them exactly but like they didn't give you the response that you want like they they were about brushing you off yes so you made the yelp review so so i got on the horn i got on the yelp <laughs> i actually made a yelp account and like the funny thing is <laughs> my picture at the time was like right before i posted the 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 post and i was like it was just like <sighs> i was like i was like so this was your actual first yelp yes post? i made it specifically i made a yelp account because of how disrespected i felt wow. see what you know what's crazy that they don't give you the option to give zero stars so you had to give one right well they're Not number even a one half. they're number one Chinese food so I was well, like N-O dot N-O dot got it so I was like if you're number one I'm gonna give you one star <laughs> so I gave him one star and at the time they didn't have a lot of reviews so they went from like four stars yeah they like, had like a, lot, a high star rating and and they were like number two funny enough they weren't number one but they were like number two to number four on like the top list when you typed in Chinese in our area yeah. they were up there mm-hmm. and they then, had like four and a half stars exactly yeah. and then I hit them with a one star and that shit dropped to like two and a half or three so they went from like two to four on the search results I just to like also let 12 people know the level of detail like the he no. just told you the story yeah. no literally that's exactly the energy he had on the Yelp review and I remember Nicole telling me the story like just in life and I'm like first of all that's insane I can never even imagine that this man literally spit yeah this was dude who raised this man bro animals literally so she's like let's see if we can find it and we uh googled and we did a lot of work and we did find it and (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) legendary indented paragraphs iconic perfect grammar dude detailed the only thing you could have did was throw some puns in there I feel like you need like a a header or an analogy yeah, wait but you did there was some type of joke that you had at the end or something like uh, oh i said uh it, i said uh something along the lines of if uh something uh, balding oh, chinese yeah, yeah. Man. If, if 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 you order from this place and you get a balding chinese man uh watch out for your car something like that yes like, yes like you, you better watch out for your car or or like leave a good tip or something like that yes he, he yes threw, leave a, i said leave a good tip or watch out for your car something, something like that whatever lines. it was it was pretty funny but he literally like su- subject paragraphs fucking conclusion intro yes. like a- everything i proved my thesis it was a dbq it was i it love was. that now did you feel like no, but again, like I said, I think that's good because if that brings down their rev- their rating, that's what they deserve. Well, well so so that's this is tragic. what happened. So basically, so they called the guy called me. I was like, I was taking, I was in the respiratory program at the time, and the guy called me in class. Yes, I remember. And it was this. like a random number, yeah. so I like stepped outside and I answered, and he's like, "Hey, uh, it's the owner of Number One Chinese Food Restaurant. I just want to let you know." Could you imagine? I just want the listeners to to think. 
just imagine yourself in the situation. You write a, a, a harmless, I mean, not harmless, but like whatever, one star Yelp review. Next day, you're in class and the owner calls you yeah. to apologize. And then he didn't even mention the Yelp review until the end, right? Well, this is before cancel culture, too. So True. so this is, I think I pioneered it, really. <laughs> um, I He called me and he's like, he's like, hey, man, he's like, listen, you dropped my shit, man. You dropped my rating. Yeah. Like, I w- but didn't he like, he was like, oh, like, you know, that, that, um, didn't he tell you like that he fired the guy or something he, at first? So, so basically I said to him, I was like, yo, listen, I, I like, I don't want that guy working there anymore. I was like, oh my God, he came for him. Dude, listen, you, yo, anything that you do, it doesn't matter if you work at Burger King, you got to take pride in what you do. All right. And you have to be respectful. I literally fucking, and not only do I take care of people for a living, I I'm customer service for people for a living. I, I fucking, uh, can I have a sip of water before you go out, honey? <laughs> and I literally take the fucking cup and I put it to their lips and I rub their head and I say, have a great night, honey. It was no, a pleasure so seeing true. you. And like working in food service, I can't imagine ever right. like coming at a customer like that, right. even if they're pissed off at you. That's what I mean. And I've worked in the food industry and yeah. I know you have to, you have to be yeah. respectful to the customer. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You're, you're getting paid for a service, you know? So, so the guy, so the, I said to the guy, I'm like, listen, I, I, I don't like that guy. I do not want him ever serving me. I don't want him serving other people. He's a hazard for your workplace. You've seen what he's done for your business. Mm-hmm. He, he single-handedly fucked up your rating. Not me. Not me. It was his actions. And then they, they tried to offer us free food, right? Dude, and they, then we were like, oh, hell no. They're I, about to spit in that exactly. shit. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, bro, are you kidding me? You think I'm ever going to get from this He spit on your Honda? As, he's, uh, he's, no, no, no. I don't have a Honda. I, I didn't have that type of money. It was a Hyundai. Hyundai? A if Hyundai. he spit on your Hyundai, he's he's spinning in that, in that sesame food. chicken egg roll. Exactly. Rice. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, again, long story short, synopsis, final conclusion is that he goes, can you please take it down? I'll, I'll get rid of him. And I was like, all right. I'm going to pass by the store periodically, unbeknownst to you. No, pizza the absolute most. Dude, I... He, but you weren't actually planning on doing this. No, we, absolutely We, we not. were never going to order from this place again. I just wanted the fear you in just, his heart. Yeah, you were just fucking with them at this point, I feel like. And... Wait, and then I remember, so you had this conversation with him outside your classroom, and then later on that night... You were on the phone with the guy. Delivery for, guy yes, called the me. delivery guy the called delivery him guy called for me. and like a thirty minute conversation they were on, twenty yeah. minutes, whatever. Yeah. It was a, a very long conversation, and I'm listening to Pete while he's cooking, yes. talking to this delivery guy. Yes. No. He, I told him for number one, they're not backing it up because Dude. they're worried about this one review. That's how good it was. I get it, but like still, Dude, <laughs> one I, review. It, I'm telling you right now. Listen, don't come for me. Exactly. Don't come for Do me. you ever think about going into like journalism? What would you do if you, if you were not a respiratory therapist? Dude, I think about Have that all the time. That? I literally think about that all the time. I think about what I'm good at. I do. I'm good. I'm good at speaking. You I like are. to think. Um, I'm, uh, I'm good at writing. Um, so, I mean. Like, is there one passion or something you have that you're like, damn, I never kind of pursued that? Let me ask Nikki. Nikki, what do you think? About you? About me. What do you think I would do if I wasn't a respiratory therapist? I think that you would love to be a comedian. (laughs) Or, I mean, if we're just talking about passion, like, or are we talking about something that's guaranteed to make you money? I mean, something that you've seen that I'm good at that could also make an income, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I just, I feel like besides a baseball superstar. (laughs) Well, (laughs) no, but I, I feel like something with like public speaking, maybe even like a a teacher or I feel you you really like to teach. True. That's actually really, that's a good point. I've thought about it often. Um, uh, a role model of mine, the director of my respiratory program. Um, Mm -hmm. she is a role model to me because she is smart enough to become a doctor, but she stays in the position that she's in. She's actually the director now of the program. She worked her way up from just a professor 
now she's the director and I admire her because she dude in order to be able to teach something effectively you really have to understand the ins and outs of it and then to break it down for somebody to make them understand something so complex I think is, is awesome mm-hmm. I've always admired that aspect of, of people people that tutor and get frustrated and and kind of I don't know I, whenever I got tutored by people that's me exactly exactly <laughs> that's why no I, I don't get frustrated with people I just I personally like I don't have like I feel like if when you teach someone like let's say you're studying something and you're like teaching someone something it definitely reinforces it in your head so like like it helps you when you're teaching someone something but if you're just teaching someone just to teach like actually like as a teacher or even like at work like if you have to train someone or something like Mm -hmm. that I just personally like I don't know I just don't have that in me like it kind of not that it frustrates me I don't know how to explain it it's like I have my own way of doing things and like it's hard to explain the way that I'm thinking it through. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, just not, not everyone's meant to teach, I guess. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, I mean, they say that those who can't teach, whatever, I, I don't necessarily believe it. You know, I feel like people that are really good at what they do, I feel like if you are really good at what you do, you can you can break it down to the simplest elements and, and, and you know. I don't know about that. There's people that are like too smart and like understand what they're doing too well too. and that's they, they can't argument. teach it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that, you know, that's the, a real talent to have to be able to like dumb it down. Because like once you understand understand something so well it's like how do you not understand what i'm saying to you and it's like no i don't understand that at all you know and i've been on the other side of the coin too man it's it's frustrating trying to get like for example nikki's great at chemistry calculus whatever you know it's just not my cup of tea i'm more of a bio physiology you know anatomy person i that's how my brain works and it's getting tutored in college at stony brook with all these classes like a lot of friends that are very smart people that actually went on to go be doctors and whatever Mm -hmm. try to teach me stuff and it's like it's like trying to fit a square peg into a, a circle a circle mm-hmm. you know cut out it just doesn't go yeah you know what would you what do you think that you would do if you um didn't get into x-ray Alyssa? i don't know like i feel like a lot i agree with pete like i saw myself in journalism for a while even broadcasting like i thought about that because i used to love to write and my teachers in english and all that would be like oh you're such a good writer you should do journalism blah blah, blah whatever and i love to speak like i love to talk but I think I would go to culinary school. Wow. Because oh that was my passion, and I never did it. I thought about it for a while. I was like, I don't know. I feel like I can do this. But then I thought, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like as a chef, it's stressful. It's like, I, that's the thing. I love cooking. That's my passion. But I don't want to be put on the spot to be like, okay, like this has to get out. Like That, to me, is not fun. It's not, it's I want to be ratatouille, like... <laughs> Laying it out and enjoying myself. You want to be a furry rat with a tail. Exactly. I am a rat. Like I'm a dirty little hamster. I want to enjoy cooking. But yeah, because like that's what I mean. Like I feel like I watch no. Be the name of this episode. I'm a dirty little hamster. No, you know that comes from Jersey Shore. The situation. Stop. Stop. When he tells Angelina, "You're a dirty little hamster." Most iconic line in Jersey Shore. Don't at me. Anyway, so. That's the thing. I feel like with culinary school, I didn't want to be put on on the spot like cooking. I want to enjoy myself. So I do love that. But same thing. Like even with TV, I watch no TV. I watch Food Network and Impractical Jokers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Good so choices. Food Network. Oh, my God. Yeah, There's dude. something so aesthetically pleasing of watching someone cook. Yes. The sounds, the ch- Yes. 
you put that steak in a hot skillet, like, shh. Don't you love when they're... Oh, my God. No, I, I totally agree with that. And I my form of Food Network, since we don't have cable, I've mentioned this, Alyssa always flexes with her cable. But um, what's it called? I, on YouTube, I, I love watching, like, uh, cooking channels and yeah. stuff like that. And then my favorite types of channels are the ones that eat it after. Like, they show you how to make it, and then they sit down and have this huge feast. Yeah. So it's like a half mukbang, half, like, recipe thing. Oh, my God. Literally. No, that's why diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. Oh, God, fuck Guy Fieri. Dude, that dude is so rich. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri is so rich. And he has the... You're going to tell me that he doesn't have the best job in the world? Oh, of course he, he does. He goes everywhere. He, Absolutely does. First of all, who is he? Not for nothing. Like, okay, he, he rates the place and he's like, this is great. This is awesome. And then people come. But like, who is this man? He's, he was on the next Food Network star. He's, he's, a, he's not... A, he's a guy with highlights from the early 2000s. Yeah, no, and, seriously. And, a fucking and he doesn't armband. even have good commentary, in he my doesn't. opinion. He, like, it's oh, not dude, like it's he's horrible. Like, yeah, it's, it's horrible. If it was like Gordon Ramsay tasting things, he'd be able to tell you like exactly yes. what's going on with the dish. This guy's like, oh, that's good. Oh, the cheese on it. Yep. Yeah. Comes together with literally. this. Mm. Wait, wait, like, hold on. It. Hold on. Is, is it before or after the Ooh. grease drops into his fat fucking yeah, chode literally fingers? Yeah, he's like... Because at least Gordon Ramsay would be like, oh, this semolina's not good, blah, 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 whatever. He's like, oh, this this pork's taking me to Flavortown. And people are like lining up yeah, the, for the pork. Again, I don't get it. Guys, we've already been over this. Uh, the vast majority of the American people are are <laughs> dumber than rocks. Where did we go wrong? I don't know. This man's a millionaire for eating cheese curds. I'm done. <laughs> but Nicole, how about you? What would you want to do? Is there anything else? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I have to think about that. Well, I had like a bunch of different passions growing up. Like I was a very weird kid. Yes, like you were. I, I mean, the, the listeners already know that I was a rapper at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to write books. True. I wrote this whole novel when I was like nine. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I just like I wanted to be a butterfly at one point and then I was really sad that we couldn't turn into butterflies. I'm going to let you know right now um, that one comment that you just said, we're going to be hearing about it for weeks. <laughs> And I wanted to be, um, what else? She had an obsession with snails at one point, too. (gasps) Oh, my God. The snails? No, you don't understand? No. And then Pokemon? You guys got to see Alyssa's face right now. She's like, what the shit is going on? No, I really had an obsession. Like, I would, okay, so what happened was, maybe in, like, I think it started in like first grade or so there was like this um, girl in my class and I don't know she had a garden and that that's rare in Brooklyn so she had a garden mm-hmm. and Concrete she jungle. exactly so she brought these snails to school and um, I was just amazed and I don't know why it was the best thing ever and they were so rare to come by because literally there's no grass in Brooklyn so anytime that I got a snail I was obsessed mm. I don't know what's going on but um yeah so that's what I live with <laughs> I can I can I interject? I think that you'd be good at something along the lines of like um, a life coach, motivator, like Ooh. like because um, because dude, at the minute she wakes up, it's like a it's like a oh god, I can't. She's she's a hundred the minute she opens her eyes. It's like uh, the goals are like no, are the, the, ag- the agenda for the day X Y Z, and it's it's overwhelming at times. And but you need that type of fire under your ass. Like I, if I'm not having a productive day. She looks at me like I, she kind of looks at me like you fucking piece of dirt. No, but you know what's funny that you said that you can't like train or whatever. I I can see you as a teacher because I feel like you're like motherly, you're maternal, and I would see you in like a younger. That's the thing. If you were a teacher, I, I think about this all the time too. Like because they have the best jobs: summers off, holidays off, weekends, whatever. But like, would you want to teach high school? 
people say kinder, you know, kindergarten, they're so young, they're crying. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how much I cried when I was in kindergarten? No, you don't understand. I cried every day. Same. And at one point, I will never forget this. I was in class. I was crying. This must have been kindergarten or first grade, whatever. And students in my class were like, Alyssa's crying again. And they were like, again. Yeah. Keyword again. And they were upset. And they're like, fucking What were you so upset about, though? Because I miss my mom. Dude, same. Same. (laughs) Dude, kindergarten was cool because my kindergarten teacher was was like a sweetheart. And then first grade, she just, no patience. It's like, you're in the big leagues now, boy. (laughs) It's like, we're adding in this bitch. (laughs) There's no nap time in first grade. You know what's funny? It's the opposite for me. My kindergarten teacher was like a little bit meaner. Oh, really? And my first grade teacher were so nice, but the class was still shook. They're mm. like, she's crying again. Oh my True. gosh, she said the magic word. Now we got to put a shook. dollar in the jar. Ah, two dollars in the jar. <gasps> I didn't know that. But anyway, I remember like in kindergarten during nap time, she, this woman would stare so hard and be like the devil eyes. Oh my God. No, it gave me nightmares and I couldn't get to sleep. But I cried every day. Getting so, back to what Nikki would do. So though. I have a couple of stories about that because I was the opposite. I was so excited for kindergarten, especially. Okay, so rewind before kindergarten in daycare. Um, they would do nap time, and I was not about that life. Yes. I literally Same. like would be scared, and I and my mom had to talk to the teacher and be like, "Listen, can you please um, just don't make her sleep? Like, do something, whatever." She's like very scared of nap time. So when everyone else would go so to sleep, so weird. Yeah, everyone would go to sleep, and the teacher would be like, Nicole, Nicole, come here. Like, And I would help her grade the papers. I would have the snacks early. It was literally the best experience of my life. And then um, kindergarten, so excited, so just pumped to get in there. And um, there was a problem because my mom, she told the school, when she signed me up for school, I guess, she was like, that that we're bilingual. Like, So in her, in the teacher's head or the school's head, they thought that they meant that she meant that I didn't speak English. So they put me in a, like an ESL class. Oh my God. So my first day, I remember like standing outside waiting for the class to go in and I'm with my mom and she's talking to the teacher and we're all talking English. Like everyone, we're, we're all speaking English. Like everything seems fine. The teacher seems so nice. I'm like, oh my God, I think she was like Miss Lopez or something like that. Then we get into class immediately only Spanish and I don't know if the listeners know this but um, I didn't speak Spanish at all like not at all so she's blah, 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 blah. I was like oh my god is this what this is is this what school I literally thought that that's what school was I was like I'm supposed to know Spanish and I went home and I cried and then the next day my mom spoke to them and was like listen I'm sorry I made a mistake and then they put me in a regular class and I loved it no do you understand that a sim- okay so not so similar because it has nothing to do with spanish but when i was in kindergarten i was dying to be different like i had to be different i'm like no that's i'm different okay so we i will oh my god this is so bad so it's not like most girls true you're your, you're your own snowflake exactly i'm a snowflake i'm unique <laughs> So in kindergarten, my teacher was saying, first of all, this is so inappropriate because my teacher was like, I guess she was Jewish. So she was like making us play with dreidels around the time of Hanukkah. Keep them separate. Whatever. Do what you got to do. This is before happy holidays. Exactly. All right. Right. So she like made us all sit in a circle. And now again, I'm in centralized lip. Everyone's black and Spanish, like whatever. And she's like, is anyone Jewish? And no one raised their hand. No one. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like fuck this i'm jewish fuck it so i'm like i'm jewish and everyone's just looking at me and they're like oh okay like no one first of all no one cared and she was like oh my god are you really you're jewish and i'm like yep and now and yeah i'm jewish 
not Jewish. So I went home and I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, so I told the class today, like, I'm Jewish. And she's like, we're not Jewish. And I'm like, what? Like, fuck. So now she's giving me anxiety. She's like, you have to go back. Like, you shouldn't say stuff like that. You should tell the class you're not Jewish. I'm like, oh my God, I can't tell them I'm not Jewish after I just said I'm Jewish. So... This is so embarrassing. It's this, the worst time of my life. You didn't know about World War II at this point, I right? knew nothing. Okay, just checking. So the next day at school, again, we're in the circle time, whatever. Everyone's there. And I literally said, I need to make an announcement. I raised my hand. I said, I need to make an announcement. Everyone's looking at me at this point. This is so off the cuff. It's like a random student announcement. Who are you? While we're reading about Franklin the Turtle. And I'm like... I know what I said yesterday. I made a statement, <laughs> I made a comment that I'm Jewish and I'm not Jewish. And everyone's looking at me now. Total confusion. Everyone's five, six, at least. No one knows what Jewish even means. How, what grade is this? This is kindergarten. Dude, uh, was somebody eating boogers while you were fucking giving this <laughs> announcement? Like what? Literally. <laughs> I, I just want to apologize to the Jewish community for the, no the remarks I made. No, it was so bad. And I'm like, I'm not Jewish. I just want to say, like, I made a mistake. And my teacher, again, gave me the death stare and was like, okay. It was the worst experience of my life. Wow. Wait, I have a story. <laughs> Embarrassing story from kindergarten, I'm too, that I remember. <laughs> I'm not. So, um, what's it called? One time in kindergarten, the teacher, like, I think she said, this is kind of mean, too. But she, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no, wait. So, because it's the same type of situation. She, like, she's like, oh, like, does that. <laughs> so, pre- preface, um, in kindergarten, I still drank from a bottle. <laughs> I'm, I, dude, no. please cut that out. No. Please, please, please cut that fucking, cut it, cut no. it. <laughs> Not from a bottle, like, hard. 47 but, like, minutes, cut it. <laughs> but, like, I would have, like, chocolate milk in a No, 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 we're cutting this out. I can't. Why? I need to tell, we have to be real. Speak your truth. Why? You took a bottle to swallow? No, no, no. This was a private. She took her mom's titties with chocolate powder to fucking school. Oh my God, I was like, fine. I'm crying. No. So, all right. Sue me. I fucking like the warm bottle with chocolate milk. Dude, I'm just finding this out right now, too. I'm actually crying. I'm I'm crying, too. so... So in class, like, I'm assuming it was, like, towards the beginning, she's like, um, we're all sitting on the rug, Indian style, and she's like, oh, does anyone here still drink from a bottle? (laughs) I don't know why, but I raised my hand thinking that other people I raised my hand thinking that people were going to raise their hand. Where my bottle bitch is at. (laughs) And I was the only one, and I definitely cried after I'm crying for you. What? What is the context for this woman to literally say, let me poll the class right now and see who uses a bottle? Like, what was her MO? What was she gaining from that? I feel like maybe she was, like, saying it in a joking way, like, thinking, like, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, she's like, oh yeah, you must drink a bottle then, huh? Raise your hand. <laughs> no. All right. Anyway, no, I'm literally crying. Um, yeah. So that was traumatizing for me. I went home. I still drank a bottle probably after that, but I just didn't. Lily's you. like, just to calm here. down. Come here, baby. I'm just drinking. <laughs> drink a bottle. I'm crying. Oh 
my no like seriously that's what i mean like wait wait pete do you have any embarrassing stories yeah, that you want to jump in on here she drank from a bottle i said i was jewish when i was into a class of blacks and hispanics true and what do you have to say? Uh, I, dude, I I told I was the worst. If you if you ask my brother, dude, I literally like kindergarten wasn't as bad. First grade, first grade is really where like I had a lot of anxiety about going into class. Like I would scream in the car before going. I'd be like, no, I'm sick. Blah, I don't want to go. Blah, blah. <laughs> fucking literally have to drag me out of the car. Like my mom would fucking have to pull me by my feet to get into the to the class. But in kindergarten, something that happened to me that was embarrassing was that my brothers were both in advanced Greek and they advanced. Greek, yeah, Advanced exactly. Greek, wow. Because my my brothers are eight and seven years older than me, so. Yeah, but what school has Greek? Greek school, fucking. You went to a private Greek school. Private Greek oh, school. Oh, yeah. so you had a uniform? Yes, the whole the whole nine yards. Like a blazer. Like yes, a fucking. Oh, like imagine a, how cute he must have looked with a blazer and a tie. So cute. And like little dress so, shoes. So precious. So precious. This so before precious. this is before I got chunky. Uh, so Greek. Okay, so, continue. So they put me in the uh, advanced, not advanced in kindergarten garden but like the eighth grade advanced greek teacher that taught both my brothers and both my brothers were a little bit you know obviously better than greek than me at that point um so they were like oh they were like oh your last name is colutus like uh word like we're gonna fucking put you you know in um in this class and the first day of school i couldn't spell my name in greek and my name is paniotis so it's How like dare you do it legitimately <laughs> so i'm like i'm like peeking over at other people's papers i'm like i'm like i wait, oh, wait so you're saying that like this is first grade so you were already this supposed kindergarten, to know this kindergarten. oh oh so you were supposed to learn learn this at home uh, apparently oh true so so but like i said the eighth grade greek teacher also taught kindergarten greek mm. so the eighth grade advanced Advanced Greek teacher. She was a hard ass. Kiria Volika. Ooh. Yeah. How do you go from eighth to? She. That's a, that's I, a believe me, this job. woman did not have the patience for kindergarten. Wait. What is your kids. brother's names in Greek? Nicholas. Okay. And Yorgos. What was the second one? Nick and George. Nicholas and Yorgos. I feel like George's is hard. Yorgos. It's Panayotis. It's like I know it's super long. <laughs> you know what's sad? Like if you ever went to. Um, Anywhere like a gift shop, there's no shot Paniotis is on a it's not. like a little keychain. It's not. Oh, let me see if I can get one made on Etsy. Thanks, man. I appreciate <laughs> appreciate that. Pinterest Etsy. Um, yeah, but that was I was really like the most you know like it sucked. It sucked because I I fucking you know I felt like a fish out of water. I was like everyone was like yeah dude I know how to spell Greek. I'm four years old. It's no problem. So I'm bilingual. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that you like that made you cry because of that? That made me cry, but I was just like I felt some type of way yeah, about no, it. I don't you know? blame you. Like but that's how I felt when they started speaking Spanish, and I was like, "What's happening?" Exactly. <laughs> no one cared that I was fake Jewish. But um, you know what's funny? Thinking about Greek, like I always said, if I wasn't Italian, I wish I was Greek. I'm sorry to hear that. And people are like, "Why?" But I'm like, I feel like they're so family oriented, yeah. fun. That's why I need this Greek wedding. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel. I mean, it's like both Medi Mediterranean cultures, yeah. so they're kind of similar, no? Yeah, we're very, we're very food family partying, you yeah. know. Very. And then, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so you were in Greek school until eighth grade, right? Yeah. And then you went to high school, and it wasn't Greek anymore. Yes. Was that the first time that someone had trouble pronouncing your name? Yes. No, that was. Isn't um, that so funny? Like he grew up like in this school, and then all of a sudden people are trying to like read the attendance, and they're like pen. Yes. Uh, so, and so then he's like, "What's the problem?" So basically, on the first day of school, like <laughs> it's the first a common name. What the fuck? <laughs> literally, dude. At this point, I thought only Greek people existed in the world. <laughs> yeah. I had never seen. It's like it's like a how do you pronounce Ben. Like he's exactly. like wait, but no one at home did they always refer to you? 
U.S. Paniotis or they said Pete? No, at, at home. home. At home, my um, my family calls me my my extensive family. All we all of them call me Pio. Oh, okay. P E O. Um, Ooh. and it was because my uh, my my god brother growing up uh, he's a year older than me he couldn't say peter so he was like pure and and it literally it literally transpired into a lifelong nickname like all of my my close family members my brothers all of them they, they call me pio um, oh, that's cute yeah it's um i mean like and then when my mom's pissed off at me it's Panayoti. you know like she hits the high notes um oh. it, my, my trauma usually it came like after sixth grade like obviously dude from like first to fifth grade first to fourth grade was tough like i didn't like going to school I didn't like leaving my mom I was a big mama's boy mm-hmm. I didn't I, I like to the T I was the epitome of a mama's boy um, which I think boded boded well for me in, in life though no you definitely Not between you and your brothers I would imagine <laughs> wait do you think you're the favorite Ooh. That's a hard question. I ask my mom this often, and I'm like, "Mom, like it's cool. No one's, no one's here with us. Like, just, just say it out loud, you know, just so I know." And she's like, "No, I love you guys all differently." And I'm like, "That's a really good PC answer in 2020, so you don't get canceled, mom." Um, no. But in your soul, you must know. I know. It's you. I know. No, I just it's How come on. It's it's different. It's different. It's different. It's like it's like the love you have for like a first child and a middle child and a, and a, your baby are all different loves. You know, you're the baby. I'm the baby. Yeah. Um, although you know, I I like to think I carry myself like a 45 year old man. Yeah, you're definitely you're the baby on paper, but you're more mature than yeah most. well where they were at their in their mid-20s yes light years ahead um and that's not to knock them that's just i'm I, I, no you're just more mature than like most 25 yeah. year olds you're like people your age it's like yes i feel like you don't really relate to a lot like his I'm, friends are 40 yes like my one of my good friends is actually turning 40 like he's on his way to a 40 year old birthday party. he's like are we recording because i have somewhere to go and it's a 40th birthday party because it's so a 40th like, birthday right, we'll party that's why he loves my dad because he's 62 <laughs> but that's okay because they love each other and I love that because I need that energy we're, we're gonna go fishing one day um, getting back to we were talking I wish I brought this up when we were talking about the wedding but um, and the shirt that I have on um, I kind of want to bring it all the way back to when um, Pete oh my god <laughs> Pete, one time, um, he kind of introduced me as his friend to his ex, but that's okay. That's all right. That's not what happened. No. So what had happened was, um, (laughs) one time Pete is shaking his head. He's upset that the story's coming out, but we have to tell our truth. So (laughs) when me and Pete first started dating, basically, I feel like maybe we were dating like three months, something like that. Like it was super early. I think it was more than that. I think it was, it was the summer. It was definitely less than, it was the summer. It was maybe six months. It was the summer. Six months. And we got together in November. <laughs> Six months. So basically, um, me and Pete are going food shopping in his like neighborhood. So we go, um, we're pulling into the parking lot, and all of a sudden we pass by a car, and Pete's like, "Oh my god!" Stops his car. We're in the middle of of traffic right now. Stops it's his not car. The, it's in a fucking parking. It's lot. in a parking lot, but we're blocking people. We're not blocking. So, so he stops, rolls down his window. He's like, "Holy shit!" Looks past me through the passenger window. He's like, "Hey!" No, 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 no. Oh see, God, see, see, hey. right there, right there. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a detail mistake right there. <laughs> it was on my side. It wasn't on your no, side. No, no. Let's say it was on his side. Stops the car. He's looking out the out, out the window. All of a sudden, there's a girl in another car. Uh, they're both having a conversation. Oh my God. Hey, how are you? Amazing. How are you? I'm like, wow, this is like a long time friend. This is so cool. 
so he's like oh yeah anyway um this is nicole yeah so how's it going like how's everything with you does not say my girlfriend blah blah that's just a side note i wasn't bothered by it because i'm like oh this is just a random girl like that's fine and after the fact he's like yeah so remember that girl that i said that i dated for a while and you know it was like my first girlfriend yeah that was her i was like oh for the cool. record, for the record, it was my second girlfriend. But it was my my first real Ooh, serious. He girlfriend. is a don. Wow. My first serious girl. Can I, now I'm gonna tell is my. She shit. No, she ain't shit. Dude, it was <laughs> growing up. What do you call it? Like we lived, we lived in the same neighborhood and everything. So growing up, uh, she had little brothers. So her little brothers, I had like fucking went through puberty at that point. So like he's riding shotgun. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, dude, is that is that so and so? Like, I'm like, oh my god, how's everything? Whatever. I was just like caught off guard and like very surprised. I was like, oh shit, like happy to see everything's good. I was like, I was like yeah, this is Nicole. And I, True. Anyway, it. I just want to get the feedback from the listeners. So let me know how you I feel. I could hear all the Puerto Ricans in Brooklyn right now starting <laughs> like, a oh, protest. Oh, no, he's in it. <laughs> oh, no, that bitch ain't shit. Literally. True. Literally. No, but you guys are solid. No, of course we are. I'm just saying, like, this is just some content. <gasps> Pete's rolling his eyes. They're rolled. Twitching. All the way back. Next topic. <laughs> all right. How do you feel about Chris D'Elia? Oh, the whole controversy going on with him. Yeah, right now? there's a lot of controversy. Um, side note: we're, we were big fans yes. up until we're here. Me this. too. Like I listen um, to his podcast all yes. the time. I think he's so funny, and he even has like mini clips on YouTube where you can see him talking or whatever. Yeah. Hysterical. I think he's so funny. Even back in the day when he was like on Vine. Did you guys watch him on Vine or no? I'm not sure about Vine. <clears throat> so funny, but um, it's crazy. I did not see that for him. I, that it, he's like a uh, not that he's like a molest he's I, not a molester. I Let's think, not I go th- there. I but think that, that he's hitting on young girls. Yes, I think that obviously it's weird. Listen, I'm I was never the creepy guy in, in the fraternity or whatever. We had plenty of those creeps that would just lurk on girls that were younger or you know, obviously legal, but younger But even in that case, like the people that you're like nineteen or something hitting on someone who's like eighteen or or seventeen. No, or something if you're like twenty one and you're hitting on someone that just got the college. All right, but this is a thirty year old man. Like, on a 17 year old yes it's yes. totally different okay 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 no 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 I'm not defending it please I don't know please, go ahead, go ahead. But I still feel like 21 and 18 that's like nothing or even 17 like it's it's I don't know it's, it's a thing it's on still, paper it's of 17 it's like when it's, I was 17 I knew what I was doing yes you know? so but yeah. so essentially yeah, legal he I think I, I, what I don't agree with and I don't like is that people are calling him a pedophile and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's, that's too I, much. I think it's fucked up because that denotes that this guy is actively pursuing people that are fucking four, five, six years old, fucking you know, uh, yeah. you know, rape van. Hey, I got some candy, yeah. that type of shit. And and that's the problem with the cancer, the cancel culture mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so quick to point a finger and accuse people and this that, and the other. And dude, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of pieces of shits that have been canceled, rightfully so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, if, like, I think what came out was DMs, like uh, Twitter DMs and Facebook DMs. Yeah, of, that like, was exactly. That's what it was. Yeah, and nothing honestly struck me as like, oh, he's, he's egregious, super creepy. Yes, yes. Like, I feel like they were like, not that they, it's stupid to be like, oh, they were, I'm not saying they were like playing into it or whatever, but they weren't like, oh, no, absolutely not. I mean, yeah. nothing was crazy. It Dude. wasn't anything crazy that I'm like, oh, he's super creepy. Yeah, it's not like he like sent pictures of his genitals, right. you know. Uh, like, there's reports of him. Like, I saw this one report of uh, uh, he was like in a hotel and he asked someone like the maintenance to come fix it, and then he like flashed himself. And yeah, I'm like, there's like other allegations that aren't. There's no proof of, yeah. and then there the ones that there's actual like proof of. Um, I mean, it's 
there's there's arguments on both ways though because like the thing is if you're 17 years old let's say you're a fan of him he's 30 years old he dms you are you really going to be quick to be like oh absolutely not like you know what i mean like you kind of there's a power imbalance in that so that that's the argument being like oh like you know and 17 is very young if you're 30 years old and you know what you're doing and you're kind of uh, manipulating the fact that you are you know this famous person so it's not right well even in one of the dms that i saw it was like it's like oh how old are you anyway and she's like 17 he's like oh he's like i guess i'll hit you up later and then like no but then he keeps on he keeps hitting her up yeah Yeah. well he's like well i guess i like you and like whatever but i don't know it was that after she turned 18 Oh, I don't, I, no, I'm, I think she said that she was 17 and then it wasn't that long after. I'm not sure about the dates. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, but, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's like the girl knows also, she knows that it's like, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a famous uh, comedian, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's 18. Like, you know, how many girls, if dude, this was back she in was the eighties, if I'm saying, but if this was back in the eighties and you had 17 year old, 18 year old groupies throwing themselves at 40 year old men, this and the other, like no one would bat a fucking eye. You know, why is it okay for Leonardo DiCaprio? That's 40 something to date a 20 year old. Mm-hmm. Why? Because yeah. she's 20. Is no, that cool? True. Yeah. So, so I, think that it's fucked up to point a finger at him and and say this that, and the other yeah dude guys are horny and they're creepy at times especially when they haven't hit in a while yes it gets weird what they all say you know chances are the guy was drunk while he was writing it you know i'm not defending him but i'm saying that it's it's kind of crazy that they're attacking him the way that they are mm-hmm. no yeah i mean uh, the thing is with the cancel culture it's like something comes out and then then like he'll come out with like all these receipts like showing that it's not true and it's like you don't really know yeah. Like, the, you know, I, I, I see the, the things that have come out. It's like questionable and it's it's freaking weird. But, you know, it's it's hard. I, I don't agree with cancel culture and just being like, oh, he's completely written off and he's a pedophile and all this like crazy. Yeah. Like, Calling him a pedophile is fucking yeah, that, that's too much. Ridiculous. But I, I do think that if this is true, it's definitely wrong. And then this is only what we have proof of because if, if this is like real dms and all this stuff like god knows what he did because there was another report that it was like um over oh, what is it called what is that messaging thing that like it, it can just dis- like it's not traceable or something like that like he was hitting her up on something that like it's Discord? not no. i forgot what it was but he was hitting her up more aggressively on something that like you couldn't really have screenshots mm. of so you don't really know you know, and it's, it is questionable. And and so his response to everything is obviously denying like, you know, the underage stuff. He's like, you know, I've never, um, knowingly, knowingly known that like someone is underaged and like, you know, um, pursued them and all this stuff. Like, and then he's like, Oh, but I definitely did get caught up in the lifestyle, whatever that's supposed to mean. He's like, but I I'll do better. So he kind of like alludes to the fact that he did questionable things and that he'll do better now, but which is like, I don't know. He just, he was just very vague with it, which, I feel like was problematic but we don't know yeah I think when he says the whole lifestyle thing it's like the fact that he I don't know I guess is a celebrity but it's the same thing with like like that Harvey Weinstein shit that's like he's in this position of power and it's like he knows that people will do something to get somewhere and they play on that so I'm gonna draw a line and the say they're Harvey Weinstein uh, too much a lot more no, powerful than saying. fucking Crystal Lee no, in 2010 I agree, I agree. no I don't think anyone knew Crystal Lee in 2010 I agree he was just an up and coming fucking comedian that was in his 30s you know what oh, I'm saying you're right exactly and that's the thing I feel like he was still playing on his whole like power imbalance imagine if he was at Harvey Weinstein's level like I don't know it's just that type of tendency I was very careful when I was looking up this like what actually is proof yeah. and the DM 
DMs that I saw, yes, it's very problematic because there was like he did know that they were seventeen, yeah. but um, I wouldn't go as far as being like he's a pedophile. This yeah, and the other, like, like he I, I don't drink know. But it is, it is very. Um, also, the fact that he said that. It's questionable because it's like if you know you did nothing wrong, like I feel like your response would be different. It wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I never knowingly like got with someone like that. And then also I got caught up. I definitely did really bad things and got caught up in the lifestyle. But I'll do better. You know what I mean? So it kind of alludes to the fact that he knows he did fucked up shit and there's shit that could come out. So he's kind of covering his ass, which is I mean, everyone makes mistakes, but it's like, I don't know. It's very questionable. And then the fact that he was um, a pedophile in you. That's interesting. I know. That's what that's what it started out on on Twitter. Like, oh, yeah. how ironic. Whatever. And workaholics. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. That's actually where I first discovered Chris D'Elia was workaholics. What he a did great like show. great show. Absolutely underrated show. Um, and it, he actually, I, th- I don't know what year it was. It was probably when I was in high school, like around 2010, around that time where he was blowing up. Not blowing up, but like first got you know like of stardom. Um, and he plays this. Uh, it, it's like a, co- a comedic pedophile, and it's like um, they the three guys invite him over to beat the shit out of him, and then like when he like rings a doorbell, he ends up being like the coolest guy ever, and he's like, Oh, I do remember that. Episode, you're he's right. like, hey guys, I'm Topher. He's like, he's like, <laughs> yes, yes, he's like, he's like, I have an Xbox, some weed, and a potato gun. He's like, who's ready to party? And then like they like they struggle with the morality of hanging out with a guy that's really cool, yeah. but he's a pedophile. That's weird. That right? They like totally so cast him as that. I don't know if I mean like I don't he see does. his look as like super pedophile yeah. creeper, but I guess I don't know. He looks so, like a bald so eagle. yeah, like I. I feel like that's very narcissistic. Like knowing, I don't know, it if if this stuff is true because mm. it is allegations. But if it is true, like for you to like know that and then and know that there's these DMs out there and mm. stuff like that and just be so narcissistic it's to brazen. like Yeah, like I would avoid that on <laughs> on every freaking level. But like I don't know if it's typecasting or like I don't know, it's just it's it's strange. It's like, very ironic. Yeah. And I always think it's weird too like what prompted this whole like thing to come out like just randomly one person was like you know what i'm just gonna well i thought that it was like uh she had tweeted this thing like uh, originally when you first came out that that she had first tweeted something like that but it didn't blow up and like now it's like actually coming out like there's more people coming out and backing up what she said but i'm pretty sure you like his character and you is what prompted them being like oh this is ironic you need to come back to be honest (laughs) i need season three did you watch it I think I watched season one, not not season two. I feel like I know you I guys love. I got sick of the blonde bitch in the first season. True. One. I feel like you guys love um, stupid, crappy TV, as do I. And I think you guys, I cannot believe that you guys don't watch Ninety Day Fiance. I know. You need that. I keep trying to get him to watch it with me. We'll Bro, we'll, we'll we'll do it one time. We watched Married at First Sight. He's and more if so. If I took a shit on a piece of paper no. and put it in front of a camera, it'd be better. He's more so um, into like uh, like the too hot to handle vibe or like um, what was the other one? Are you the one? Like these like game shows that are like you know dating kind of like literally the like only trashy. two fucking reality d- dating TV shows I've watched in the last decade. Okay, yeah, but that's that's what you're that's the style you're more into. No, would you not agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it's if, okay, it's because his friends are forty. That's fine. He has a party to go to, and we're going to stay here. We're going to open another bottle of wine. 
touch my shit. Are you are you gonna be upset if we have another bottle of wine? Um, as long as it's not my shit. Oh yeah, my god, go right ahead. Bank. We're gonna drink everything. But um, <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed Pete. We have to have him on more often. Can you please come on more often? I absolutely will. And thank I'm just you. Letting, and we're getting another mic yes. for the next one. Absolutely. And, and I'm letting all the listeners know that soon I will Zayn Malik slash uh, Harry Styles this piece. <laughs> I will go solo and I will blow up. <laughs> True. Don't forget your roots. I won't. I okay. Won't. I'll shout because you guys if out. we were not here. True. We wouldn't have a platform. Don't do that to us. We don't deserve it. Sorry. We can be a three piece. There's nothing wrong with three. People say three is a crowd. I I don't agree. I personally, like, unless you already have a a platform and stuff, like Chris Lee or whatever, like, I don't find the single person podcast as entertaining. Like, I think, like, a group one, like, uh, the reason that Joe Rogan is so popular is because he always has another person on that he's interviewing. So I feel like this is a good team. This is a good dynamic. Always has a guest, and I feel like the crowd does love Pete. Of course. Who wouldn't? And he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. This is Alyssa, what I mean. Alyssa's going to take a picture of me with my fresh fade and post it on Snapchat I'm going to post it on guys. Snapchat and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, well, she does this post Pete. Well, <laughs> listen, he's gorgeous. What am I going to do? I got to give the fans what they want. But thank you for tuning in. Pete will definitely be back. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. Thank you for coming on thank and for sitting me. with us and talking bullshit. Yes, I'm very happy that you came on and will you be back? Absolutely. The, will you guys the, let me know a time and place? Good. Okay. Anything you want to say before you go? No. I'm, give us a Greek word. Do you have a Greek word to give us? Oh, man. Yeah. Can you say I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you one thing. How to say drunk in Greek. Ooh, nice. How do you say it? Methis menos. Methis menos? That's a long one. Yeah, right. Methis menos. How do you say I'm drunk? Ime. Matthew's menos. I feel like every every word is twice as long in Greek. Yes. Like Pete is Panayotis. So yeah, every use that at the barometer. <laughs> Methis menos. Exactly. Oh, if you were to say I am, it's Opanayotis. Opanayotis. Ine. Ine. Methis menos. Methis menos. I'm so horny right now. Okay. <laughs> 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 He's gonna say that later in bed. Okay. Thanks Sign for out. listening and have a great night. See you soon. Bye. Bye.